Hey, hey, good morning, good morning. Welcome to Coffee and Devotions. That's where every day you and I, we get together, we have a little bit of coffee, we get into God's Word, and we grow in our love for the Lord together. In this year, 2023, Lord willing, we'll make from Genesis through Leviticus. I'm so glad to be with you today. When we have some coffee, we'll pray, and we'll get into God's Word. Let's pray. Father, we thank you so much for this day. We thank you for your Word. We thank you for the joy and the blessing it is to get to come to you. Please, God, help us to read and understand your word in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, so we are at Leviticus chapter 13. It's the beginning of the leprosy laws, and so we're going to talk more about that just as a way of introduction. Um, leprosy, as we know it, not actually known in the ancient Near East, most likely. I think there's, as I was reading through some commentaries and thinking about this, there's one uh, instance in an Assyrian text that describes something that might be like Hansen's disease, leprosy. But this is just a generic term, right? Um, the scaly skin disease is what most of this is going to talk about. And uh, the word leprosy that's used here is coming from the Greek, from Hippocrates. We've heard of the Hippocratic Oath before. Uh, he termed uh, or coined a term uh, lepra, which is a generic skin problem. And so uh, just keep it in your mind that there's there's Christian movies and stuff that totally equate Hansen's disease, what we think of leprosy today. But as we read through these, we're going to see that it's not actually the case. It's more like scaly diseases and rashes and stuff like that. So anyways, uh, Leviticus chapter 13, here we go. The Lord said to Moses and Aaron, saying, When a man has on the skin of his body a swelling, a scab, or a bright spot, and it becomes on the skin of his body like a leprous sore, then he shall be brought to Aaron the priest, or one of his sons the priest. All right, so if you find this, you got to go to a priest, right? Remember Leviticus chapter 10, this is why they couldn't drink, because they had to be able to look at people's bodies and say, clean or unclean food, clean or unclean. The priest shall examine the sore on the skin of the body, and if the hair on the sore has turned white, and the sore appears to be deeper than the skin of his body, it is a leprous sore. Then the priest shall examine him and pronounce him unclean. All right, so here's clear test. They've gone down beneath the skin, unclean. All right, verses 4 through 6 is kind of like, okay, it's indeterminate, so we're going to call it clean. If the bright spot is white on the skin of his body and does not appear to be deeper than the skin and its hair has not turned white, then the priest shall isolate the one who has, uh, who has the sore for seven days. And the priest shall examine him on the seventh day. And indeed, if the sore appears to be as it was and the sore has, no, has not spread on the skin, then the priest shall isolate him another seven days. On the, then the priest shall examine him again on the seventh day, and indeed, if the sword, sore has faded, and the sore, and the sore has not spread on the skin, then the priest shall pronounce him clean. It is only a scab, and he shall wash his clothes and be clean. Right? It goes into this period of quarantine, seven days, seven days, okay, nope, it's going away, great, you're clean. All right, verses seven and eight 
if those quarantines happen, though, and then uh, comes back, well, then you get a problem. If the scab should at all spread over the skin after he has been seen by the priest for his cleansing, he shall be seen by the priest again. And if the priest sees the scab has indeed spread on the skin, then the priest shall pronounce him unclean. It is leprosy. Right. So if it comes back and it starts spreading, you're unclean. All right, now, uh, that, that's kind of like the first set of tests. Now, in verses 9 through 17, we have severe skin problems that are, are kind of clear cases for the priests. When the leprous sore is on a person, then he shall be brought to the priest, and the priest shall examine him, and indeed, if the swelling on the skin is white, and it has turned the hair white, and there is a spot of raw flesh in the swelling, it is an old leprosy on the skin of the body, the priest shall pronounce him unclean, and shall isolate him, for he is unclean. If the leprosy breaks out all over the skin, and the leprosy covers all the skin on the one who has the sore from his head to his foot whatever the who wherever the priest looks then the priest shall consider and indeed if the leprosy has covered all his body he shall pronounce him clean who has the sore if it, if it has all turned white he is clean but when raw flesh appears on him he shall be unclean and when the priest shall examine the raw flesh and pronounce him un- to be unclean, for the raw flesh is unclean, it is leprosy. Or if the raw flesh changes and turns white again, he shall come to the priest, and the priest shall examine him. And indeed, if the sore has turned white, then the priest shall pronounce him clean who has the sore. He is clean, right? So if it's it, the question is, is it like going down into the skin and is it oozing or is it kind of scabbing over? What's going on? They're going to determine whether or not the person is clean or unclean. This is regarding ritual holiness. Uh, this is regarding ritual cleanliness laws. This is not um, necessarily a moral issue, but it is a state of what's going on with your body. Well, verses uh, 18 through 23, we're going to talk about some boils. If the body develops a boil in the skin and it is healed, and in the place of the boil there comes a white swelling or bright spot, reddish white, then it shall be shown to the priest. And if, when the priest sees it, it indeed appears deeper than the skin, and its hair has turned white, the priest shall pronounce him unclean. It is a leprous sore which has broken out of the boil. But if the priest examines it, and indeed there are no white hairs in it, and it is not deeper than the skin, skin but has faded then the priest shall isolate him seven days and if it should at all spread over the skin then the priest shall pronounce him unclean it is a leprous sore but if the bright spot stays in one place and has not spread it is the scar of the boil and the priest shall pronounce him clean so what happens if you get a boil and you're an israelite well, does it spread? Does it pop open? Does it scab over? It depends on what happens. Most of the time, you're probably going to be okay. You're going to be clean. But if it starts spreading over your skin or it gets oozy and pussy, and right, there might be a time of temporary uncleanness. All right, verses 24 through 28 is about burns. 
Or if the body receives a burn on its skin by fire and the raw flesh of the burn becomes a bright spot, reddish, white, or white, then the priest shall examine it. And indeed, if the hair of the bright spot has turned white and it appears deeper than the skin, it is leprosy broken out in the burn. Therefore, the priest shall pronounce him unclean. It is a leprous sore. But if the priest examines it, and indeed there are no white hairs in the bright spot, and it is not deeper than the skin, but has faded, then the priest shall isolate him seven days, and the priest shall examine him on the seventh day. If it has at all spread over the skin, then the priest shall pronounce him unclean. It is a leprous sore. But if the bright spot stays in one place and has not spread on the skin, but has faded, it is a swelling from the burn. The priest shall pronounce him unclean, for it is the scar from the burn, right? So if you get burned, what happens, right? I remember when I was in welding class, my ninth grade year of high school, I burnt my hand with the oxyacetylene torch. And I mean, I lost almost all the skin on my hand. There was raw skin. And I remember seeing white spots, right, where it had gone from almost to a third degree burn. And I mean, it was gross, right? So the question is, is it going to heal? Or do you get a disease that starts spreading over your body? Maybe an infectious disease of some sort. Look at the hairs. Does a spot turn? Does the hair turn white? Things like this is what the priest is looking at to try to figure out. Thankfully, I think they look at my hand and say it was clean now. But uh, maybe that's not the case for all burn victims. Okay, uh, verses 29 through 37 is about uh, like itching diseases. Here we go. If a man or a woman has a sore on the head or on the beard, then the priest shall examine the sore, and indeed, if it appears deeper than the skin, and there is in it thin yellow hair, then the priest shall pronounce him unclean. It is a scaly leprosy of the head or beard. But if the priest examines a scaly sore, and indeed it does not appear deeper than the skin, and there is no black hair in it, then the priest shall isolate the one who has the scale seven days. And on the seventh day the priest shall examine the sore, and indeed if the scale has not spread, and there is no yellow hair in it, and the scale does not appear deeper than the skin, he shall shave himself, but the scale he shall not shave. And the priest shall isolate the one who has the scale another seven days. On the seventh day, the priest shall examine the scale, and if the scale has not spread over the skin and does not appear deeper than the skin, then the priest shall pronounce him clean. He shall wash his clothes and be clean. But if the scale should at all spread over the skin after his cleansing, then the priest shall examine him, and indeed if the scale has spread over the skin, the skin, the priest shall not seek for yellow hair. He is unclean. But if the scale appears to be at a standstill, and there is black hair growing up in it, the scale has healed. He is clean, and the priest shall pronounce him clean. Right. So again, the main thing is whether or not this is spreading or going deeper into the skin. What's going on here? In the next section, this is dealing with baldness, 38 and 39. If a man or a woman has a bright spot on the skin of the body, specifically white bright spots, then the priest shall look, and indeed if the bright spots on the skin of the body are dull white, or sorry, this this is uh, what, not baldness is next, this is what some people call uh, leukodema, then the priest shall look, and indeed if the bright white spots on the skin of the body are dull white, uh, it is a white spot that grows on the skin. He is clean. All right, and then now this is baldness 40 through 44. As for the man whose hair has fallen from his head, he is bald, but he is clean. 
He whose hair has fallen from his forehead, he is bald on the forehead, but he is clean. And if there is on the bald head or bald forehead a reddish-white sore, it is leprosy breaking out on his bald head or his bald forehead, then the priest shall examine it. And indeed, if the swelling of the sore is reddish-white on his bald head or on his bald forehead as the appearance of leprosy on the skin of the body, he is a leprous man. He is unclean. The priest shall pronounce him unclean. His sore is on his head. Right? It's not that Elisha was unclean. It's just that he was bald. Some guys go bald because they go bald. Other people go bald uh, because they get crusty stuff going on in their scalp, right? I think babies deal with this. I forget what it's called, but uh, right when one of our, when one of our kids was little, just born, they had really bad uh, stuff going on in their hair. We had to comb it out and comb it out and comb it out and uh, put different stuff on their their head because I mean we were worried they were going to go bald before they were you know six months old. Uh, and this it's part happens right but the point is is sometimes it's an infectious disease sometimes it's it's not you don't really you gotta figure out what's going on here all right but what happens if somebody is declared unclean verses 45 and 46 now the leper on whom the sore is his clothes shall be torn and his head bare and he shall cover his mustache and cry unclean unclean he shall be unclean all the days he has the sore, he shall be unclean. He is unclean, and he shall dwell alone. His dwelling shall be outside the camp. These are signs of mourning and of grief, of sadness. They're excluded from their friends, taken away from their family, removed from their homes, no longer a part of the community, not able to enter into the congregation or be near the temple, in this case, the tabernacle. Totally removed. Torn clothes. Anytime they're around people, crying out, unclean, unclean, so nobody touches them and becomes unclean. That's the plight of the leper during this time. And this is why they would cry out to Jesus for cleansing. We're gonna, you're going to see this time and time again when it comes to this, but it was Jesus who touched the lepers. He was not fearful of becoming unclean because he himself was holy. And he tore down even this dividing wall between clean and unclean. By healing them. He didn't abrogate the law. Actually, as you see, Jesus touch lepers and heal the lepers. He would then tell them to go to the go to the temple, go present yourselves to the priests and make the sacrifice, make the purification rites that they've told you to, but you've been suffering long enough. That's what Jesus offers us. Right? Jesus is the one who heals our diseases and cares for us includes us in his covenant, loves us by his grace, even though we are those who are unclean in spirit and not by ourselves worthy of redemption, but he has come to us and loved us. Let's pray. Father, we thank you so much for the finished work of Jesus Christ. 
and for his cleansing us. Lord, we thank you that we do not have to dwell outside the camp, but you have brought us in. Father, we pray that we would love those who suffer from different ailments and maladies, that we would be those who would reach out and love those who might be ostracized from society because we might look at laws like this and think that they are unjust, unloving, but yet, Lord, many people are afraid to interact with people who seem to have diseases, look different, maybe even smell different. And they need love, Lord. We pray that we would be those who would show the love of Jesus Christ. Father, we thank you that you have taken away our mourning and given us joy. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, may God bless you. May his love wash over your heart. And may you serve him all your days. I'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to this week's message from God's Word for You, a ministry of Sharon R.P. Church in rural Southeast Iowa. We pray that the message would be used by God to transform your faith in your life this week. If you'd like to get more information about us, feel free to go to the website, SharonRPC.org. We'd love to invite you to worship with us. Our worship time is 10 a.m. every Sunday at 25204 160th Avenue, Morning Sun, Iowa, 52640. May God richly bless you this week.